And welcome to Detention, where we live in a state run by morons. Yes. Of course. We will introduce our second guest of our podcast, Mr. Josh Ferris, listens every week, one of my best friends of all time. He is one of our faithful listeners. Yes, he is. So if you hear, that's a good thing. You know what? If you listen long enough, you prove, <laughs> there you go. prove yourself to be a true <laughs> fan like Josh, then yes, you can come on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Number two on Spotify wrapped. You have to post it too or it didn't happen. <laughs> uh, so dad joke for you. My, my girlfriend was really, really mad at me for saying something uh, when she was on her period. To me, it was just a complete overreaction. Overreaction. Yeah, how about you actually say overreaction instead of still saying overreaction? Yeah, I get it. You're right. You're right. Yes. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha menstrual jokes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So starting off with sports, uh, we have a lot of different things to talk about. I don't think either each one individually is going to take too much time. Maybe getting towards the end with like NFL and NBA officiating, that kind of stuff. Uh, but we'll start off with football. Frank Reich is named the Carolina head coach after being fired from the Indianapolis Colts head coach position. Thoughts? Doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> as a fan of the, in, uh, the AFC South, Tennessee Titans, uh, tighten up. Uh, <laughs> I think it's a good move for Carolina, not on a diversity standpoint, but I do think Frank Reich is a good coach. Um, personally, I would have liked him to see an offensive coordinator in Tennessee, but besides diversity issues, I think it's a good hire. Yeah. I'm, I haven't kept up with the audio or the talks surrounding this hire. So I don't know how uproary these people are about the non-diversity aspect of this hire, but that's also cause I just haven't paid attention to it, but I know every head coaching position that, comes available there's always an uproar about it so i feel like that probably would be the biggest thing is just the diversity aspect he's coached before and you know north carolina is looking for a new head coach why wouldn't they try to find someone else who is maybe not a failing head coach i wouldn't say failing in the aspect of it's all his fault i mean he is the head coach and they did have a subpar season so a lot of blame does go on him but I don't know. It's the coaching carousel in my mind of like you're fired from one head coaching position and then you immediately go into like another one just kind of pisses me off when you there are probably other guys who haven't had that spot yet who should. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think the idea that you get fired after one year when you don't really have enough time to mesh with your team or your head coaches to really get like a good bond to get you guys together. And maybe that's just something that in the NFL you're expected to do right away as a head coach is just get the respect and be able to do it right away. But Indianapolis has taken a nosedive over the past like three years. So I can understand why they want to turn around super quick, but that's just not really how the world works. I don't know. But yeah, yeah the, the constant rotation, dumb as shit. More constant rotation. Nathaniel Hackett, who was the head coach for the Denver Broncos, uh, being fired towards the end of this last season before the season officially ended, is now going to be the offensive coordinator for the Jets, which I'm not opposed to. I mean, he is supposed to be an offensive mind. Why didn't it show with Russell Wilson in Denver? I don't know. How did he get a head coach, or not head coaching, an offensive 
coaching position that quick going to a Jets team that was on the brink of making the playoffs without him? I don't know. Again, more of that just swapping around pieces here or there that have kind of already been in the system and not allowing new guys to show up, sounds like. I think this move spells the end for Zach Wilson at quarterback. Yeah, um, I think um, Nathaniel Hackett, he's going to want somebody proven. I mean, they may draft somebody, but I'd say Zach Wilson's done with this move added on to the fuel of the fire. That'll be interesting to see because their head coach, I can't remember his first name, but Sala, he's very adamant about keeping Zach Wilson. So seeing that fight play out will be very interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Zach Wilson just have to earn it more. Yeah. In order for him to get that starting role. I don't know, though. With Nathaniel Hackett coming in, I just like, you have kind of no room to talk about, like, how good someone can be because you took a team that had a decent amount of potential and fucked them right into the dirt. Like, the best part of their team was their defense. And you're supposed to be an offensive-minded coach. Like, not being an offensive coordinator, you can't really just come in and man things because you have to prove yourself as well. Yeah. Stenson Bennett, I saw this. I did not read into it. I didn't either. The starting quarterback for the Georgia Bulldogs, who has two national championships, was arrested for public intox, and I fucking love to see it. Yeah, he he just strikes me as like a complete and utter douchebag. He does, doesn't he? He just has that aura of ass. He just like, I can do whatever I want because I'm Stenson Bennett the fourth. Yeah. 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 When you're when you're 35, jokingly <laughs> playing against you know a bunch of 20 year olds, you, you he's should. 25. He's 25, isn't right. he? He's 25. Yeah. But when you're playing a bunch of 18, 19, 20 year olds, you know you pro- you probably should win by 30 plus, and if you don't, <laughs> that's probably a problem. Yeah. It's <laughs> funny that I saw that that happened. It's I don't know how much of it speaks to his actual character. It reminds me of not Kirk Cousins, who was the Michigan State quarterback that was after him, Connor Cook. Yeah. Like that. Connor Cook pissed me off because he was such an arrogant piece of shit. He wins the Big Ten Championship against Iowa, and he just grabs a fucking award out of the presenter's hands, grabs a mic, starts talking about it, like, yeah, I knew we were the best team. And it's like, fuck you. Yeah, and then look what he did in the NFL. Nothing. Stetson Bennett will be lucky if he actually gets drafted, honestly. Which is kind of incredible to think about. I mean, he has two national championships. He played, and he is very accurate and good, at least for their system that they had. And he may not even make it into the NFL. Well, that's because of the weapons he had around him. True. They I mean, you can say the same good. thing about Kyler Murray and Tua Tagovailoa, with both smaller quarterbacks, and but they are very mobile. And I know Stenson can be mobile, but like, I don't know. I just he doesn't have what I think Tua and Kyler have. Yeah. I mean, Kyler's have in quotation because he's still up in the air. But I don't think Stenson Bennett is going to be like. Like a Brock Purdy situation where he, if he's given the opportunity, will thrive. I think he will just take a nosedive pretty quickly in the NFL. It's kind of funny to see. I think we're watching him peak as a person. This is his peak, and now he's starting to fall apart. It's like he, Johnny Manziel pre Exactly, right? Johnny Manziel before he went to Cleveland. Yeah. He'll be a backup quarterback. I mean, if you think about it, there are a lot of backup quarterbacks in the NFL, but they're all, like, getting really old. That's true. And, and they've, like, never been starters. They've just been backup quarterbacks. That's Jeff what Benny. that's what I see for Stetson Bennett. Backup or quarterback. whoever the Johnson guy was that stepped in for pro. Josh Johnson. Josh Johnson. Yeah, I've he's never been, heard of him before. I've never heard of him. He's been on 13 NFL teams. Holy shit. He's, he's been in the league since, I think, 2008. Really? 
That's when I think I saw he got drafted. He's been on 13 Jesus. NFL teams, and he's been drafted since 2008. And he's probably never started. <laughs> no, and the first time that he gets to play in a meaningful game in a championship, he Sucks gets dick. knocked out. So it's like <laughs> fucking hell. Last bit of football news. Eagles versus the Chiefs are going to be our Super Bowl contenders. The Eagles beating the 49ers 31-7. to And then the thriller, the Chiefs beating the Bengals 23-20. to just last night in the AFC Championship game. Thoughts on who made it to the Super Bowl? I wish it was the other two teams, but I don't really care. As long as the Chiefs don't win, because I don't like Patrick Mahomes. Why do you have against Patrick Mahomes? He Just this arrogance about him I don't like. It, it's the reason why a lot of people don't like Brady, and I like Brady because Brady was on my team. I do not think that Patrick Mahomes has near the type of mentality that Tom Brady has for being just kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, no, Mahomes and Brady, Mahomes doesn't even care compared to Brady's like left toe when it comes to arrogance. Like, yeah, I think he's a genuine guy. He's pretty oh, genuine. I think, yeah, I, I have no doubt he's actually genuine. Just the way he like walks and carries himself, I just can't stand what it. What do you mean walks and carries himself? It just, I don't know. Like when he walks around the field, he's like head cocked to the left. He walks like he has something up his ass. And then he'll just like do this. He has fighting a leg injury. Yeah, he has a high ankle sprain. So he probably does walk a little funny. That's even even before the ankle sprain. He's done that like his whole career in the NFL so far. Like he'll walk out like there's something stuck up his ass. And then he'll just like do this weird thing with his hands every fucking play. Yeah, I don't know. I I can't stand watching him play. He's he's a phenomenal quarterback. And I'm never going to like take away that the fact that he's a fantastic quarterback and easily could be the greatest of all time by the time he retires. But like, I just, I can't stand him. I just can't. Wow. No reason for it. Literally. It's just, hate I, just something about it. I just fucking hate watching him play. You're just a hater. <laughs> I would have preferred it was the, I guess I'm okay with the Chiefs making it in, but the 49ers is who I was rooting for. I really yeah. wanted to see, and not to say that an Iowa player potentially won't win a ring on this, Amir Smith-Marset's on the practice squad for the Kansas City Chiefs. Woohoo! Participation trophy. But George Kittle was a starting tight end for the 49ers, and I really would have liked to see him make it back to the Super Bowl and potentially win one because yeah. I think he really deserves it. Plus, the whole story with Brock Purdy is really nice to see. And if he would have won a Super Bowl on his first half season starting because he was thrown into the position, that's a Brady move. He still has more playoff or he still has the same amount of playoff wins that Dak Prescott and Tony Romo have. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. I've looked into all of this. And in fact, he has uh, more playoff wins than like several starting quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Yeah. So does Brock Purdy start next season for the 49ers or another team? Um, I think they'll still start Trey Lance once he's healthy. I don't think they'll hold on to Garoppolo after this year because he's already had this is his one year contract. Yep. And he's already getting paid Buku bucks to basically play half of it injured and then go off somewhere else. I think Garoppolo will be a Jet next season. I think he'll go to the Jets. But nice. I think it'll be a Trey Lance versus Brock Purdy. Trey Lance will get it just because he's more athletic with his feet. Yeah. That's the only reason. Basketball news. Yeah, so the all-star starters were announced by the fan voting. In the East, your starters are Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, with Giannis being the captain. In the West, you have Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, Zion Williamson, and LeBron James as LeBron being your captain. I'm fine with it. 
I I think the All Star voting and the fact that you can be an All Star honestly does not mean anything in the NBA. So it, it'll be cool. Uh, we'll like I like to see who the coaches choose as reserves, but as of right now, that's just that's who it is. Do you think it used to matter to be an All Star or selected into a game like this? Yeah, because most of the time the voting was done by people in the league, so they know what you did to get there. Whereas the starters are pretty much determined by their popular vote. Name recognition. Yeah, because yeah. LeBron had the absolute most, which, I mean, don't get me wrong. This year he should have. He's playing phenomenally. But, like, you look at Kyrie. Eh. Kyrie's playing well, sure. But, like, there's other people who are playing better in the Eastern Conference that I think deserve it. Same thing in the Western Conference. Like, Zion, No. If you're going to put anybody on there who's playing hella good this year in that position, DeMontis Sabotis, personally. So it's just a popularity contest. Or even John Morant. Not, yeah. Not being selected as one of the five. I know he's still young and getting into his career, but he seems like he's playing really, really well for their conference. Yeah. Or Joel Embiid. Oh, yeah, that was a huge contention. He averages one too. like 33 points a game. Yeah, I, I think the fact that Durant's in there compared to Embiid makes no sense because you put Embiid at the five, Giannis at the four, uh, keep Durant in at the three, or no, yeah, Durant at the three, Tatum at the two, and Mitchell at the one. That makes sense, but all-star voting is down. But Durant's injured right now, isn't he? Yeah, for another two weeks, two, three weeks. So, again, he got voted in name recognition for the most part. It exactly. Seems like. Yeah. So what what is your alternative if you don't if you don't fan vote? How, how do you do it? I personally think the entire All Star weekend is a waste of time um, for all sports. Same with MLB, NFL. I think all of them. It's a money grab in my opinion. Oh, but absolutely. If, oh, if you don't do a fan vote, which I mean, fans vote because they're going to be the people that give in the money. Yeah. So you got to try to appease them. But what do you do to even make it worth value of watching? Right, and and that's the thing is because you watch the, especially in the NBA, the All-Star game has turned from, like, if you look at the 90s, it was all out, let's actually play a game. Or even in the 2000s to now, it's like, we don't play defense, we're just going to rack up to see who can score the most points. I think it was even, I think it was last year where they changed the system to where the team who scores the most points in a quarter, they donate money to that team's charity and then whoever gets to a certain score first wins which okay that makes sense that's fine you're at least giving to a good cause but it's just like at least play defense like at least try it's an all offensive show i mean those all-star games get up to like 150 points or whatever right which is extremely outrageous but not terribly off shot from like what it's turning into in just actual league games right now either we yeah. have a lot of games going into the 130s. Yeah, no one's fucking playing defense, hell. and it's ridiculous. Yeah, but like even the dunk contest, I don't even know who's participating in the dunk contest, and I couldn't tell you anybody who's participated in probably the last five years. Right, it's, it's, or who's won one. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, I mean, the three-point, I mean, that's usually one of four guys. Even that's starting to become a joke, too. Like, Well, yeah, they the Mountain Dew fucking ball. <laughs> Well, that's fine. <laughs> just because it's a sponsor. Well, that's fine, but it's just like the people who are participating, like Draymond Green was in it a couple of years ago. It's like, Draymond sucks at shooting threes. Why are you putting him in there? That's, yeah. It just it doesn't make sense. So moving into other sport news before we get into Iowa sports, we wanted to talk about the NBA and NFL officiating controversies, mainly between just how, I mean, 
yesterday's game with the Chiefs and Bengals really put some people on edge with how it was officiated, yeah. but also just players in general in both of those leagues, the NBA yeah. and NFL, how they feel about the officiating. Yeah, let's let's touch on the NFL first. Uh, the one that really, because we were actually going to talk about this last week, and I'm glad we saved it for Josh to be in here on this one as well, because he's big into the NFL. Uh, the comment that I actually wanted to bring up was Joey Bosa's comment after the loss to the Jags. Yeah. Um, I have it right here. Let me pull it up really quick. Uh, he was quoted saying, if I say something to them, I get a $40,000 fine, but if they blow a call, that ruins an entire team's season. They'll probably be back in the locker room after the game like, haha, got that asshole. Oh yeah, got him 15 yards. What a loser. And Joey Bosa... You know, he plays with a lot of intensity. He plays with a lot of emotion. But uh, honestly, he's right. It's like, what accountability do the refs have? Because, um, and we'll touch on this more when we talk about the NBA, but they they go they go into the final however many minutes and they see how many calls they missed. It's like, okay, so what is that doing? Yeah, sure, total, holding you accountable. But it's not actually doing anything in the game. What are you doing in the game to make sure that you don't fuck up? Because he brings up such a good point is that how can you fine a player for critiquing something when that literally is the ref's job is like they're not following the rules. You have to make sure that they're following the rules. You're critiquing their their performance. If you're fucking up on a call on your job, how is that not fair of them to be like you fucked up? Yeah, sure. You shouldn't be like in their face, like swearing at them up and down. But it's like. You're, you're playing a game that's all about raw emotion, and you completely fucked that call. At least should have the ability to... Speak your mind. Speak your mind. Give commentary. As, like you said, as long as it's controlled and it's not, like, losing their fucking mind and, like, swearing and, like, mm-hmm. uh, somewhat physically confronting a ref, then, yeah, it, it makes sense that you should be able to have at least some type of accountability to give towards the people who could swing the game in yeah, whichever absolutely. way that they want. Well, you look at... You look at the game last night between the Chiefs and the Bengals, and the the last call when Patrick Mahomes got hit out of bounds, co- completely the correct call. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But what I was talking to a Chiefs fan about earlier today is, if you watch that play, there was a complete blatant missed call on a hold. Absolutely. The defensive lineman was getting held like crazy before he rolled out of the pocket. And it's like, where the fuck was that call? That's the one you should be calling. And the one that Patrick got hit on, absolutely called, should have been called. But that call was blatantly missed. So it's just like, where do you where do you tiptoe that line? Because you'll ha- you'll have a lot of Cincinnati fans being pissed off about the game being called the way it was. But honestly, if you watch all the calls, most of them were right. But there was a couple missed ones that could have swayed the game. Well, if you held, if you called the holding call on that personal foul, yeah, or whatever. They negate each other, and you're back at where you were. Exactly. No loss of downs. Let's do it again. Exactly. And they're not in field goal range at that point. So it has it causes the uh, Chiefs to now do something different as opposed to just kicking it and winning the game. The problem with holding in general, I mean, it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't. If somebody calls it, everybody complains. Oh, well, that's not actually holding. And if you don't call it, everybody complains. So it doesn't matter if you're the perfect official in the world, no matter what you do, like you're going to be scrutinized. So I would push back and shocker. I disagree with Cody. Um, (laughs) 
I don't I don't think most of the officiating, at least in the NFL, is a problem because I would say players shouldn't put themselves in a position to have it be a judgment call on somebody else's opinion. Like anything you people do in life, regardless of NFL or whatever, like you shouldn't put your faith in somebody else's hands. So it you know, like if you know what the rules are as an NFL player and you know, oh, I can't touch somebody in the face mask. And even if you accidentally brush by them and poke them on the face mask, that gets to be interpreted as, oh, was that actually a face mask or was it not? But if you just didn't put yourself in that position in the first place, then it wouldn't have happened. And also with the NFL officiating for accountability, um, they at least used to do this. I don't know if they still do, but there was like a ranking system of officials. So as the playoffs went on and as the season went on, they would put the best, like highest rated officials together. I think the NBA does something similar, but they do it a little different. So I don't know if that's still a thing or not, but I think it should be. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, this goes into kind of our next point with the NBA a little bit. You don't want to get too far either where the players start controlling the game. Yeah. There is a video of Michael Jordan when he was playing for the Wizards who walked up to a ref and basically said that he was fouled, number 55, whoever it was in that game. He told the ref that, and the ref immediately blew his whistle and said, all right, I got a foul on 55. And he's like, was it him? What do you do? And he, Michael told him, and he's like, all right, yep, yeah, I believe you, Mike. So and that's a whole different league right. of its own, and that's a whole can of worms of like, well, that's Michael Jordan. There's a little bit of yeah, whatever there, but yeah, yeah. But you if don't... you if you watch like an NFL game, people will say like, oh, well, you have to earn that call. I disagree with that. Like, if the rule states you can't do X, then you can't do it. It doesn't matter if you're Tom Brady, Brock Purdy, or Cody's arch rival Patrick Mahomes, apparently. <laughs> But you shouldn't have to like be a certain caliber of star or player to like get a call. Like if it if it breaks the rule, it breaks the rule. You know that's a perfect transition actually into the NBA that I wanted to talk about. Is if you're a sports fan, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. But LeBron fucking freaked out on a missed call when they were playing the Celtics. And to be fair, he was absolutely fouled. Like it was a complete foul on the forearm. And the funniest thing about the whole thing was uh, Patrick Beverly getting a technical foul for bringing out a camera to show to the ref. Yeah, I saw that. Was that was hilarious. Yeah. But there are a couple things to unpack with this is that, first of all, the Lakers have missed quite a few of game deciding calls recently. I think four games being decided for those. And so I can understand their frustration. But I was looking through a couple uh, posts today. He actually did travel during that. So it's just like... Celtics fans were saying, sure, you got fouled, but you traveled before that. So it's not like it made much of a difference. Uh, the NBA's uh, official like Twitter page actually called it out and said that, yes, we were wrong and we're trying to be better. But like, what can we do? Like, we can only call it. You can say the game already happened. There, there's two really big things that irritate me about the whole situation, though. I was watching what Darvin Ham, their head coach, was saying, and he was co- his comments about the call. He's like, I, we can't even get our like the best player in the world. Uh, a call like I, okay i can understand your frustration but he he goes on and says he never flops he never throws his head back it's like really are you, are you sure about that because then it also takes me to another post that i saw that is said and it showed a bunch of pictures of lebron flopping throughout his career and it's like referees have just had enough now do i think that's actually true no but it's a good point it's like the dude flops all the time it's like when do you call something that was actually happening and when you don't because when you look at the play i didn't from looking at it, it didn't seem to me that um, 
Tatum was the one to foul him. It looked like Brockton was when he swiped at the ball. So I think he might have been fouled twice, but just in real time, it looked like that was the call to be called and rather than the Tatum one. But he threw such a huge temper tantrum. It's like, dude, you are 38 years old. I understand you're playing a game that is very important to you. I understand that it's an emotional game, but Jesus Christ, calm the fuck down. Be an adult, be a veteran on the team and just deal with it. Like, yes, it's unfortunate. Now, Go into the overtime and destroy him. That's all you got to do. It's just, I thought the whole way he reacted was absolutely ridiculous, but I understand why he was frustrated because they did miss a call. I can understand the frustration. It's just, like you said, the reaction is the big thing. Acting like a fucking child, like getting down on your fucking hands and knees and like pounding the floor. Literally. If that was any other player, teed up. It's also, it's ruining the game as a whole. Think about all the kids that, like, LeBron is their idol and star. And, like, I went recently to a high school basketball game, and now anytime a referee blows a whistle, parents and the kid just, like, throw a fit, absolute complete uproar, because that's what they see. They're like, well, if LeBron can do that, I can do that. I want to be like LeBron. And it's just a problem. Setting a dangerous precedent, I should say. I mean, you're going to have a bunch of people coming up in this system now that are just constantly looking for fouls yeah i mean that's something that is always prevalent no matter what era you're in but if you have some of the highest profile people routinely doing it on national televised games it's just gonna get worse once it reaches up to your level so next week because i want to wrap this up so we can get through sports but next week we should talk about the precedents that are being set in the nba and nfl compared to like what they used to be and how dangerous that can actually be because there's a lot of things in the nfl that are happening and a lot of things in the nba that are happening that i think are actually important to talk about okay wrapping up sports with some iowa sports news iowa men's wrestling had their first loss of the season against number one penn state they lost 23 to 14 they came out strong. I think they won their first three matches. Well, Spencer then, Lee was their first one, so yeah, of course. Yep, and then they uh, had struggles making points and then losing down the stretch. Iowa women's basketball are ranked sixth now. They were ranked preseason four, so they're getting almost back up to where they were preseason. They're on a six-game win streak. They played number eight Maryland uh, later on this week. I think it's Wednesday, uh, if not Thursday. Men's basketball sweep Rutgers, 93-82. I was, was going to say, it was, was a good, good game. game to go to. It was a good game. Uh, so they are, I don't know, eighth in the Big Ten right now, I think. Let's find out. They are, they're not doing too hot. They were on a good win streak, and then they lost a couple in a row that kind of knocked them down. Iowa football news. Iowa has some new transfer recruits coming in. Miami of Ohio O-line transfer Rusty Feith. Uh, who earned second-team All-Mac when he was playing for the Red Hawks of Miami of Ohio. Ohio State wide receiver transfer Austin Kutcher, who only played in six games with the Buckeyes. Uh, He's a senior, but he has no stats. Lovely. So he's a wide receiver from Ohio State. Yay! He has no stats. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. Not good. Not good. (laughs) And then... uh, Siganaw Valley State offensive line transfer Dejon Parker, who was a Division II transfer, who originally committed to Virginia before changing his mind to coming to Iowa. So getting at least some more pieces at wide receiver, who knows if that's going to work out or not, and uh, two offensive line guys that can hopefully sure up a very 
porous Iowa offensive line this past season. So yeah. at least some good news. Yeah. Will the pieces fit together? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but maybe they will. News and politics. We don't have anything for politics. At least I didn't. Did I tried you two to find have anything? I couldn't find anything. So nothing major that we wanted to talk about. But for news, I don't know if either one of you two saw this. Uh, Pope Francis was in the news again this past week. You didn't see it, Cody? No. At all? Yeah, I, I saw it. The amount of memes I saw um, that say, I'm not Catholic, but I am now because <laughs> of Pope Francis was, was pretty uh, numerous. Uh, making some good moves. I, I'm not going to become religious or Catholic anytime soon, but Pope Francis came out in a speech that he is not criminalizing homosexuality like the church had done in the past. He just says uh, it's a sin as opposed to it being a criminal act. He says it's unjust, in fact, to make any law that would criminalize homosexuality and that God loves all of his children just the way they are. Nice. So he's calling on Catholic bishops to support who support the laws to welcome in LGBTQ plus people into the church and said that uh, this past Tuesday that being homosexual is not a crime. Views homosexual homosexuality and the community as a sin rather than it being unnatural and that he needed to make a distinction in his mind between what is a crime and what is a sin in regards to homosexuality. So... You know, the leader of the actual fucking church is trying to make a distinction between what he thinks is uh, illegal and what he thinks is just a sin, which, and he goes on to say, he's like, it's also a sin to lack charity with one another. So, I mean, in that case, if he's thinking, is that, oh, in the religion, all sins are equal, Right. right? So if all sins are equal, he's just saying, well, yeah, well, this is a sin, I don't approve of it, but I'm also not saying that they should be persecuted and potentially murdered for being gay or lesbian or whatever. So very big move on the Catholic church there. I've liked this Pope for a while. (laughs) And even some of the people that I've talked to about me liking this Pope weren't a hundred percent sold. I, I want to ask some of those same people again, like, well, at least he's continuing to do nice things, right? He's not as big of a piece of shit as some people had thought. And he's, I think been doing a really good job. Best Pope ever. Best best Pope award. I mean, it's not hard to outdo. We got the goat Pope. One Pope literally like murdered his son and fucked whores. So. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. I mean, you know, back in the 1100s. Oh, I thought you were going to say like the 60s. Just another Saturday night. I don't know what you're (laughs) talking about. So good moves on that. And then some sad news to go along with this. Local news, the Iowa voucher voucher bill has passed. Uh, I'm sure you saw that, Cody. Yeah. Yeah. It was something that we had talked about shortly before it got passed, hoping that it wouldn't. Uh, Unfortunately, the Iowa legislature did pass it this past Tuesday, which will now send hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars each year to pay families who are going to private school to help cover costs. It's supposed to cost... $345 million annually by its fourth year once it is fully phased in. So over the course of the next four years, the state would spend about $879 million once the program phases in, which is fucking crazy. So fucking stupid. They say it all in the name of educational choice and freedom. People already have the choice to send their fucking kid to private school. 
It's already an option. Or even to a different public school. Yes. Through open right. enrollment. Open enrollment. They can yeah. choose where they want to go. And they changed the time frame on open enrollment, where it used to have to be a certain time frame before the school year started. Dude, I'm all for giving kids the option, like, if they can't afford it, to give the kid an option to go to a school that they want to. But you know what private schools can do for that? Fucking scholarships. Do that. You're already paying money into this into the school that your kid's going to. There's a bunch of high-profile people that give money to these schools. Just create a fucking scholarship. Yeah. Create a foundation, award scholarships. I mean, it almost feels like college now they're going to try to like recruit people. Because yeah. then the more people they get, the more funding they're going to get. I mean, you could say that private schools already kind of do that with athletics. I mean, oh, you, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, there, were, there was a gal that I went to college with that I just had in a few classes. I don't remember her name, but she went to Xavier. And she would say that they definitely had football coach or basketball coach who would go to different parts of the state to meet a family to recruit yeah. that family yep. and have them enroll in that private school yeah. so they could play either basketball or football. Which is crazy. Well, I am from the city that has Xavier in it. I know. And let me tell you about this. So I brought it up. You want to you wanna talk about the safety of your kids and all that stuff and bringing them up in a good place? And people think that public schools are full of drugs and bad people and all this stuff. The biggest druggies in the fucking city went to Xavier. Yeah. Because they had the most money to just put out all these drugs to different people. It's like... That's where your kid's going to get hooked on, like, meth. Honestly, that's probably where it's going to happen. It's not going to happen at Washington High School. It's going to happen in the private sector of Xavier. <laughs> I mean, we each have a unique connection with this. I mean, Josh's fiance is a teacher. I'm a teacher. Your girlfriend, Cody, is a teacher. Your girlfriend's a teacher. My I girlfriend's going a, to teacher, be a teacher. So, and you are <laughs> going to be a teacher. So just... I don't know. I haven't actually heard your fiance's opinion on this. I haven't talked to her about it. And I was going to last week because I think it was on Tuesday last week. Yeah. And we were all at bowling and I forgot to bring it up to her. Well, you should ask her tomorrow. I'm not going to delve into all of her opinions, but I'll say needless to say she's not happy about it <laughs> um, as I don't think really anybody in education is. Um, Cause it doesn't make a lot of sense. Like we said, we talked about choices. Everybody already has the choices. Uh, to me, it feels like we're fueling more of the elite and we're just giving them more off of regular taxpayers to fuel the elite that already have more money than what a regular Joe Schmo already has. Pretty much. To a T. And I did some math here with what they were saying for at the end of the fiscal year of 2027, the Iowa Republican legislature were hoping that they would have around 41,687 total students using this voucher program to go to yep. uh, private schools. So with going with that number, in all, this bill would only help an estimated 8% of the total population of students in the state of Iowa going into that fiscal year of 2027. Yeah, that's a great fucking idea. So you're helping, you're spending all this money, nearly a billion dollars by the time it's fully enrolled. I mean, short of a hundred and some million dollars, but it's damn fucking close. Just to help 8% within the time it's fully enrolled. And that's just if that number actually gets hit. Yeah. And who knows it, I'm assuming they're hoping it gets higher and there's more. It's hard it, to do that when, what, 40% or 
50% of your fucking state doesn't have a private school in it? Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. It uh, it kind of just blew my mind once I just quickly did the math of like, oh, only 8%. We're doing this for less than one out of 10 kids. Yes. Who the fuck cares? Yeah. It's not helping much. Who even thought it was a good idea to like start? I'm Kim not... Reynolds. <laughs> well, Kim Reynolds, it's the whole point, and this is going to be a little bit conspiracy-y theory-ish, is that the... A lot of the more modern Republican platforms for public education is they don't feel the necessity to fund it in its entirety as they had in the past. They don't see the benefit. They think it co- it costs way too much to send kids to public schools. But it doesn't. And they want to phase it out to more charter schools and private schools. So that way it's a less of a what they think a burden on the state to supply that. And then private people can now run it and it no longer has to have the same type of parameters that public schools had under law. So by doing that, they're thinking, Oh yeah, we can save millions and millions of dollars if we just privatize education and we can spend that money, you know, bombing Iraqis or something like that. Yeah. They'll, so, they'll do something stupid with it. Yeah. It, it always is going to go to the highest bidder in the military. It's always going to do that, but that's what, the conspiracy thing is, but it has tended to kind of lean more towards that's the reality than more of conspiracy. All right. Surprise topics. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Um, I can go first. I don't care. Okay, cool. Cool. I named mine high school never ends. Okay. It's fantastic. Do we want to go back to high school? I don't. Okay. Um, no, hard so, pass. <laughs> so there's a 29 year old woman who provided false documents to enroll back to high school in New Jersey. Schools in the state were required are required to immediately enroll unaccompanied children, even in the absence of records normally required for that purpose. And the proof of guardian guardianship is also not needed to immediately enroll an unaccompanied youth. Once enrolled, those students have 30 days to provide additional proof of identity. She was enrolled for four days before she was finally discovered, and the woman was charged with providing false document, and it really isn't clear what the sentence will be if she's convicted. Um, But because of this, the New Brunswick school officials say they will review the district's enrollment process and avoid similar incidents in the future. I have so many questions. Like, mainly... Why? <laughs> like, uh, why do you, why do you, you want said to do she's, this? She said she's 29. Yeah. So she's at least two years older than us. Yeah. And I mean, I've been told that if I were to have shaved my beard, I could still pass as a high school student. If I didn't have my tattoos and I like shaved my face down to the bone. Yeah. I probably could fit in too, except for like maybe my gut. But like, I just, I don't understand the logic behind why you'd want to do this. Yeah. Sure. The work's easy, but like, even if you like look like you're gonna fit in, though, like people's voices change. So, like when they introduce themselves, it's like, "Hi!" <laughs> like you would obviously catch on. Why that did it take? Too. My question is, how did it take four days? <laughs> <laughs> like she went to classes, right? What? But why would you want to do that? Like, how bored are you in your normal day to day life? That I'm like, <laughs> yeah, let me go back to high school. This isn't 22 Jump Street. I was just going to say, it's probably like 21 Jump Street, where she maybe she was undercover trying to bust a drug ring. I highly doubt that. You're right. They would have scooped her up and be like, no, she's an undercover cop or whatever. Right. Um, I feel like it's, and I'm going to get a little sinister with this, I feel like she's a pedophile. 
Honestly, that what that actually did run through my mind. I mean, what twenty nine year old is just enrolling in a high school? How many times have we talked about teachers having sex with students, and the same question populates in our heads every time? What is the point of this? Why would you want to do this? They're they're already not going to be good at it. Like that shouldn't be the main point. I <laughs> that should not, that be, should not be point number, number one. one. <laughs> like, there's just there's no reason to think that this would be a good idea, like ever. Just it doesn't make sense. It's like the story I told you a couple weeks ago of the people who are burgling a house. So yeah. they called nine one one to have the cops help them move the shit that they were stealing. Yeah, I, I don't get it. <laughs> like it, yeah, some people are just fucking dumb. I would understand the story more if it was from Florida. I mean, New Jersey You're does right. make sense. They're not always the most intelligent in New Jersey either. But like, why? That that is the just question I want to ask this lady. It never actually gave me a name of who this was, but like, I want to ask her why did you do this. What, why did you think this was a good idea? I'm sure plenty of people are trying to ask that same question. <laughs> just, Maybe she could be the next guest on the podcast. Dude, I want to sit. <laughs> I, I want to travel to New Jersey and sit in this. Our trial. first call in from a jail cell. <laughs> there you go. That'd be fun. All right, Josh, what's yours? So I don't know about you guys, but on my TikTok, I get all these like fake fantasy drafts. Um, if you're not familiar, I love fantasy fantasy oh, yes, drafts. So my surprise topic is for us to do a five best game day snacks Ooh. fantasy draft. Oh, there you go. Okay. So we'll we'll start. Whoever wants to start, I'll go last. So either Cody or Eric can start, um, and we'll do a snake draft. Okay. Okay. I'll start off. Buffalo chicken dip. As a as a party snack. Yeah. Okay. Like watching the game. Yeah, yeah. I could say this is oh, your yeah. Super Bowl party. What yeah. are the five things you want? Buffalo there? chicken dip. Rye chips. What the? That's fuck? a terrible first round pick. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, both of my top two are there, so this makes it super easy. Uh, wings. Yeah. Oh, obviously, yeah. easy. And I'm gonna go with pizza. Wings and pizza. Okay. Back to me. Back yeah, to you. It's a snake. Oh, I did not realize that's what snake. Well, meant. if you actually play fantasy sports, you would know this. All right. Um. Another good. Chips and queso. Beer. I'm going with beer. So that's we're doing five for each of us, right? Yep. All right, so I got buffalo chicken dip. I got beer. I am going to go with beef sticks. Okay. I got rye chips. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> chips and dip. You got chips a lot and, of chips. Chips and queso. Um, <laughs> God dang. Oh, um, brats. Oh, dude, that, you bitch. That, that is a good one. That's a good one. Um, I'll go for my next two. I'm going to go with soda, and then I'll also go with, like, buffalo dip. I said that. You said buffalo, you said buffalo dip. dip? Buffalo yeah, chicken that was dip. Oh, first well, one. shoot, that was on my list. You suck. <laughs> uh, I'll go with mozzarella sticks now. Oh, that's a good one. sticks. Okay. Uh, fried pickles. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, see, my picks get better as we get down. <laughs> I will go with chips and salsa. Okay. Oddly, weird close to my chips and queso. Well, you took queso, yeah. so I'm going to have to go with salsa. And then my last one will have to be burgers. Burgers. Okay. Oh, what should my last one be? Something not stupid. Because that right chips almost threw me off from coming to your super. Probably Ritz, Ritz crackers. <laughs> you gotta throw. You gotta throw it off. Um, meat and cheese board. Oh, a charcuterie, charcuterie board. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe not charcuterie, but like that has a fancy shit of like nuts and fruit. I'm just talking about like 
the summer sausage yeah. that you can slice up with like uh, pepper jack cheese. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'll round out the draft. A 15 pick. This is a solid closer. A good bench player. Uh, pigs in a blanket. All right. I would go to mine first, then Josh's, and then like three other people's, and then yours. <laughs> Why? Chips, chips, <laughs> chips, maybe some saltine crackers. <laughs> I said rye chips, chips and salsa. You said queso. Chips and queso, yeah. Uh, brats. Yeah. Uh, why am I blanking? You have no drinks. Yeah, you're right. I didn't have drinks. I'm because popping beer was taken. Water. water. Gatorade. I cool, water. I was thinking about saying Gatorade, but I'm like, you know what? I should have just Liquor. Just straight, straight liquor on oh, a Sunday yeah, night. Dude. Anything. Super Bowl. Imagine. Super Bowl party. Uh, in a perfect world, we'd have Monday off after the Super Bowl. But to that. Yeah. Amen. I like that. That was a good one. We should do shit like that more often. What, the top five picks? Yeah. Well, I've thought about doing those, but I've seen them on TikTok so many times. Like, well, then we're just going to be copycatting. Well, so? But, I mean, it turned out much better than I thought it would for me. So Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> a good one. I like that. All right. My surprise topic. Um, I don't know. I don't. I didn't link the video for either of you to see it, and I can show you guys afterwards. But we are living in T two. Yeah, I, know, I don't know what that means, man. Terminator two. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I was wondering if that's what that meant, but I had no idea how that correlated. So there is this group of scientists who have developed oh, this no. robotic uh, thing that can melt itself. And then reanimate itself into oh, any that. shape. I saw that. I saw that. That's not a good idea. No, it's <laughs> never a good idea. We're going too far here with this shit. Because in the video, it's a Lego character. It looks like a Lego character. It's just kind of like that opaque metal yeah. looking color behind bars. Then it melts itself and it crawls through the bar. And then it recreates itself back into a Lego character. You you would think with movies like Terminator 2 or Megan that just came out, we would stop doing this stuff. Jurassic Park, that's next. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I mean, so interesting you say Jurassic Park. Oh, this, is, it has, this will be something else I'll talk after this T2 shit. But they've in the same video, they have it just like in a square, and then it just like moves around and shit, or it's in a circle, and then it goes into a square hole, but it forms itself into a square from being a circle or whatever. It's creepy as shit. And a lot of people in the comments were saying, like, Skynet's taking over, or why are we doing this? Y'all haven't seen uh, fucking James Cameron movies or whatever the fuck it is? Yeah. With Terminators? It's getting ridiculous. The Jurassic Park shit is apparently in Russia. They're trying to create woolly mammoths. Yeah. They're trying to recreate woolly mammoths. And then then release them into Siberia in a park to see how ancient life would then either terraform or work with our current not well environment <laughs> probably not do you know how long it took us to kill those fuckers <laughs> well here's the thing now it's just like i don't think woolly mammoths would be like a huge disaster to us but like that leads a slippery slope to other shit that could be really really bad which could be jurassic park-esque i'm saying for like these animals right they're used to some type of environment way prehistoric era whatever ice age and shit right Obviously, this new creature would not have the same instincts that those things did back then. They might. Uh, I mean, they are using woolly mammoth DNA, so who knows? Instincts aren't taught. Like, dogs still shake toys because years ago, that's how they killed things. Yeah. They, yeah. So, yeah, we're getting way too fucking crazy with this 
science shit. What's you know? a woolly mammoth natural predator? Human now. Uh, right, so they're just going to, if they do do this, like they're just going to keep breeding and keep having more and more and... I'm, I'm sure it'll be under strict surveillance. Like we can only have five at a time, kill the newborn or something like that. <laughs> I don't know Christ. what it'll be, but you know, like, yeah, that could lead into, Oh yeah, we haven't had a pterodactyl for a while. Let's try yeah. to create one of those. Oh God. And then it never works out. Do they, do they ever stay in cages? According to the movies? No, they never stay in the fucking cage. <laughs> <laughs> so just watch Steven Spielberg and yeah. we'll learn from that. Jesus. Yeah. Entertainment? Yeah, so we didn't have anything, so I'll just jump right into bad movie plot guesses. I do have a theme. You'll pick up on it very, very quickly. And this is for both me and Josh to answer? Yes, but I'm going to give it to Josh first, just like we did with Colin. He'll guess, and then I'll give you the option if he didn't get it right, and then we'll figure it out. Okay. First one. A group of ragtag college science students become superheroes to stop an evil villain with the help of an inflatable doctor. I have no idea. I'll phone a friend. Ragtag group of high college scientists? College science students become superheroes to stop an evil villain with the help of an inflatable doctor. Inflatable doctor. Yes. No idea. Big Hero 6. Oh. Oh. Are they college students? Yeah. I thought they were high school students yeah, who, no, no, just, no. who just were in a around a college university and they were presenting their tech at a college university. No, that's that's the main character. The main character is the brother of a guy who was going to college there who died, but all the people that he befriends were his brother's friends at the college. Okay. Gotcha. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Second one. A group of ragtag... Con artists oh, go God. to Vegas to try to win big, and one reclaims his wife. I guess now you see me. No, that's a good guess. Though. Uh, you mean to say it again? Hangover. No. Oh, that's also a good guess. Hangover too. Ocean's well, Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. What's my theme? Ragtag. <laughs> group of ragtag something or others. All right, third one. A group of ragtag universal idiots get thrown into jail but break out to stop an alien from blowing up a planet with a rock. Megamind. No. Oh, that's good. That's a I've good I've never guess. seen Megamind. Oh, well, that's kind of what happens. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> Whoops. Um, the new Suicide Squad. No. Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm. Oh, my God. <laughs> this was tough. It was tough because yeah. there's so many that fit these archetypes. Yeah. Except for the first one, I guess, with college students. But Well, I was thinking Sky High, if anybody oh, remembers that that's movie. A good yeah, one. That's good, But too. I was like, no, there's no way because nobody's like remembers that movie. I like that movie. Yeah. I love it. Well, all right. You guys did not do well. <laughs> well yeah, 0 for 3. Not our fault. Bad, bad clues. It's supposed to be. Bad yeah. movie podcast. Yeah, yeah but normally right. your bad clues, because again, I listen almost every week, you <laughs> you can still figure them out, but these were, they were awful, not well, just bad. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> they were kind of ragtag clues. <laughs> Eric's going to give me hard ones next week. It'll be fine. Well, I'll have to come up with something uh, pretty clever. There you go. Uh, for social events we have coming up this weekend, we have Groundhog Days in Woodstock, Illinois from February 1st to the 5th. You'll like this one. 
And is Bill Murray going to be there? And the 1993 movie Groundhog Day, I'm not sure, was filmed in this town an hour northwest of Chicago, and it celebrates with trivia, a bag's tourney, bingo, and walking tours of movie sites, including the 1889 Opera House, where actor Bill Murray jumped from the Belfry? Belfry. Thank you. At 7 a.m. Thursday, Woodstock Willie will look for his shadow. Yeah. Thoughts on Groundhog Day? It is not that great. Oh, I think it's okay. Waste of time. <laughs> Stupid. Bill Murray sucks. Too- are you talking about the movie yes. or the, the actual the, holiday? Because I'm talking about the holiday. Yeah, I'm talking about the holiday, too. I don't think the holiday is all that important. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about the movie. No. Um, I know you hate the movie. Right. Yeah. yeah okay. I don't, don't think it's a great movie, but I, what is it, like two more weeks of winter or two six more weeks? Six, six more weeks till spring. It's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I, it it, it doesn't really matter. Who cares what a rodent has to say? Yeah, no. It. Whoever thought this was a good idea was on drugs. Uh, then we also have Winter Dance Party in Clear Lake, Iowa, February 2nd through the 4th. The Surf Ballroom, yeah, the Surf Ballroom marks the 62nd anniversary of the plane crash that killed Buddy Holly with concerts, luncheons, dance lessons, and crash site tours. Just Buddy Holly? Well, the big bopper, and there's another person I can never remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's one of the things I was known for in Clear Lake, out of all things, fucking small last town. <laughs> anyway. Last one that I found was interesting is the Knickerbocker Ice Festival in Lake Mills, Wisconsin from February 3rd to the 4th. The festival in the town east of Madison includes such events as a fish toss, which sounds odd, a snowball eating contest, a dad sled race, a chili cook-off, an iceberg open golf tournament. There's ice carving and ice wine, too. That actually sounds kind of fun. Is the dad the sled that you hop on the dad, or is he pulling a sled? I don't know, but it sounds... I want to go to find out. I want to know how many divorced parents there are in this town. (laughs) Dad sled. It's it's dad and his new girlfriend versus your mom and your stepdad. All right, miscellaneous stuff. So I had told you guys this to, uh, the story last Tuesday at bowling. I just want to have everyone that listens to this hear this story, and I'll, I'll preface the story with my question to you both is, how often do you find yourself nearly shitting your pants in public? Almost never. Okay. Maybe once or twice in my whole life. Mm, okay. Mm, I would say like... Once a month or once every other month. Really? That it just, pre- it just randomly happens. And it's always at the worst possible timing. Okay, I'm not feeling as bad about yeah, this No, thing. it's a real thing. Because I thought for it happening twice in one day, <laughs> maybe was getting a little out of hand. And it has happened more frequently in my life than I would like to happen. But I just want to know the frequency at which that happens. Main reason being is that last weekend, not this week, past weekend, the weekend before, me and my girlfriend went to the Mall of America for a a weekend with her mom and one of her sisters. Uh, That Sunday morning before we came back, we had ordered Starbucks in the mall on the first floor. I had to go and get it. And I kind of felt like I had to shit a little bit beforehand. I'm like, "Ah, I'll just shit when I get back. On the walk down, uh, I got maybe... mm, halfway there and all of a sudden i had to really clench 
to make sure I wouldn't shit my fucking pants in the Mall of America. Did you look like Patrick Mahomes, like cocking your head to the side? I probably did to somebody. <laughs> and it was like, you know, old people are like walking the mall before it opens and yeah. shit just to get their exercise. Yeah. And I'm like power walking past them, like <laughs> not trying to be a dick, but like I have to go shit. And luckily the Starbucks was right across from where there would be restrooms on the first floor. So I go in there, again, really clenching to make sure I don't shit my pants and get it all over the nice, cleaned tile floor. <laughs> and as I'm getting into the restroom, I'm starting to notice that, hey, there's a bunch of, like, homeless people in here. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? Most of the stalls are taken. Well, I realized because there was a guy who had his walker in front of a stall, but he wasn't in the stall. He was by the sink, and he was getting a paper towel wet. And he was giving himself a bath. <laughs> so I'm like, cool, he's going to be at the sink for a bit. He's going to clean up. <laughs> I'm going to go in, take a shit in his stall. <laughs> and uh, he, I get into his stall, and he's like, hey, man, I'm not done in there. And I'm like, oh, oh cool, sorry, guy. <laughs> um, I really got to go. And he's like, oh, I, don't, I think all the stalls are taken. <laughs> so I press open the stall next to his, and luckily, no one was in there, and I had just enough time to pull my pants down and get on the seat before it exploded out of me. And I'm just in there for the next 10 minutes of my life, sweating, fighting for my life as I'm hearing other homeless people bathe and <laughs> shit in the stalls next to me. So that was the first one. The rest of the day goes pretty good. Driving back from the Mall of America, it's like a three-hour drive back. We're getting into the state of Iowa, but we're not around any gas stations. And we're hitting a half-hour period of where I'm fighting contractions. <laughs> to the point of, like, I'm clenching, it's st- it's holding, 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 and then it stops. And just like contractions, the closer to actual birth you are, the shorter the contractions are. So I could tell, I'm like, oh, these are starting to hit every five minutes. <laughs> I need to find a restroom. We so, dilated at three inches. Um... Probably from how I was whatever. still leftover dilated from that morning. I'm sure it came out. Pre- uh, did come out pretty easy. <laughs> it wasn't a pretty sure. I pull over at a Casey's gas station after waiting for a little bit, and I park in a handicapped parking spot. And my girlfriend's like, hey, we can't park here. I just look at her. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going in. So I go into that restroom. Luckily, I'm the only one. Um, no toilet paper. Seriously? Yeah. So I'm shitting my brains out for five minutes, and I realize there's no toilet paper. Luckily, one of the Casey's workers was coming in, filling in the towel dispenser. So I just asked him, of like, hey, uh, there's no toilet paper in this stall. Do you mind if you throw me some? He's like, yeah, sure, one sec. So he comes back with a fresh roll, and I use up a decent amount of it just to make sure my ass was clean and not bleeding. <laughs> And I wash my hands and get out of there. And I come out and car was in a different spot. My girlfriend had moved it to a different parking spot because she thought we were going to get towed for the 10 minutes I was shitting and cleaning myself in the Casey's parking lot. Did you throw the toilet paper over the top of the stall or like roll it underneath? I met him halfway. <laughs> oh my God. I got up. And I, I mean, it's a long stall. I mean, the one single stalls in those uh, gas stations are meant for people in wheelchairs. Oh, Jesus. So I had to meet him halfway. I didn't want... Would you prefer to have it slid on the floor that has a bunch of dirty gunk and water? You, you know, you can unroll that and then just throw that in there. I, I could. 
Didn't want to. I met him halfway. I well, was there nice. might have not been room in the toilet. It sounds like it's, oh, it was Jesus. filled. Yeah. I just wanted to tell this because I thought for it happening twice in one day that this is not something that's supposed to happen all the time. But apparently it is. Josh tells me once a month well, at least. So for those who don't know, I work at the University of Northern Iowa, and my favorite part of my job is destroying the Mocker Union toilets. <laughs> it is the most soothing thing ever. So frequently, you know, I'll be busy at work. I'll be talking to people, going to this meeting, going to that meeting, and then it just hits like, oh, I've got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> so you, like, run down the stairs, and you, like, just get there in the nick of time. And you know you did good when it's like two flushes or th- or three flushes <laughs> at a Mocker Union industrial toilet. You're doing something right. <laughs> Fuck the university. I don't have these problems. I don't. I mean, I did have uh, spicy food the night before that caused mine. And I ended up shitting like five times that day in total. Not all of them were as bad as the first two, but I shit a lot in one you day. You need something. You need like a vitamin. It was spicy food. I can't help with that. Unpopular opinions? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so I think, I don't know if any of you have seen this, Sonic has come out with a line of, like, seltzers that are fra- flavored as, like, uh, limeade or uh, cherry limeade. Like the restaurant. Yeah. An yeah. alcoholic drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Don't get them. You've tried them. Yeah, yeah. This past weekend, uh, me and my girlfriend tried two of them out of the four or five that come in a pack. And one, it smelled, and this is a good description from what my girlfriend said. You know, sparklers. Yeah. When, yeah. You, when you light them. Yeah. That smell that they give off. Oh. That it smells like that when you open the can. And where are was, they? Where are they sold at? Where'd you get them? Um, I didn't buy them myself. My girlfriend, one of her sisters, bought them in Galena, oh. and then brought it back because uh, we had seen them on TikTok, and yeah. <laughs> And they smelled horrible when you open it up, and then you taste it, and it tastes absolutely nothing like what you think a cherry limeade would taste like. Tastes like absolute shit. I've said this about seltzers every single time I've tried one. It Seltzers taste like your tongue got electrocuted. This was worse. <laughs> this is like licking the asshole if someone has been electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> It was pretty bad. While they're getting electrocuted. Yeah, while they're getting electrocuted. So Even while they have the same pains that you had two days in a row. Well, they're all, yeah, yeah, they're shitting themselves as it's happening. It It's horrible. I don't know what people were saying on TikTok of like, oh, this stuff's so good. It's not. It's really not. <laughs> it tastes so bad. But don't get that. That's my unpopular opinion. I, I don't know how unpopular it is. I won't drink seltzers, so I'm, I'm okay with that. I think seltzers are okay. I do not. The, I didn't even know they were a thing. The press honest. ones are okay. Seltzers or no, I knew seltzers were a thing, but Sonic, <laughs> Sonic seltzers. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't either. That's the news to me. Press has a good seltzer. If you ever try those, I don't recommend drink those. Seltzers. Or Quirk. Quirk has good seltzers. Seltzers taste like your tongue got electrocuted. Those, I don't like them. those two. Do not taste quite like that. But that's my unpopular, right. unpopular opinion. Uh, mine's that ricotta cheese is personally underrated. Okay, as opposed to the whole cheese family. Well, it's just I don't think it gets enough credit. Like you obviously hear about the big ones like Cheddar and uh, Colby Jack and Pepper Jack and all American and all that shit. Ricotta cheese is just I feel like flies under the radar of like how good it is. Like don't get me wrong, I wouldn't really eat it. It plain. By itself. Oh, so it's <laughs> right. not that good. But like <laughs> I, I just I don't think that like people really talk about like how good it is and how like versatile it is. Okay, it's just it's really good. You cheese. just said you wouldn't eat it alone. I don't really eat cheese alone much anyway. But, like, I would eat it with other things. Would you put it on a hamburger? 
I'd try it. Okay. I just, I don't think he gets enough credit. I feel like people think it's gross just because of like how the texture is, but it's so good. In other things. Sure. Yeah. Yes. It, it can't stand alone. It has no leg to stand on. Oh, I don't know. I've, I've never tried it in a while, but like, I, I wouldn't really like go out of my way to try it. But like, if someone was like, hey, try this one, all right. I don't know. I just, I think it's underrated. Okay. Weird take, but all right. Yeah. That's that's a hot take. Um, so my unpopular opinion is that orange Gatorade is the best Gatorade flavor. I don't hate orange. I don't hate it, but I also do not agree. It, it's the best. But and like, I've, well, I actually went back and forth between orange and yellow. Those are I, my top two. I would agree with you on the lemon lime. I would agree with you. Blue freeze I mean, all the time. Wait, just every time. Oh, like the light blue one. Yeah. Oh, that's like no. the worst. That What's white cherry. You? Those are the two worst. No. I don't I don't even do the cherry. No. Yeah, the light blue. No. Freeze. Absolutely not. Or cold blue. If we're going to go with blue and Gatorade, it's cool blue all the way. Yeah, the dark blue. Yes. Both of those are better <laughs> than the orange or yellow, in my opinion. No, I, I those are the top two. Orange and yellow all the way. Same same with Starburst too. I could have said the same thing for Starburst. Orange and yellow Starburst are the two best Starbursts. See now I can agree to some extent. I don't think orange is the best Starburst. I think perp, uh, pink is. Then orange, then yellow, then red. Red's last. No. Yeah. Pink and red are the two worst. Pink and red are the best. Pink's the best. I guess that's why they call it unpopular opinions. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This week or day, uh, week in history. What's this segment called, Eric? <laughs> hey, at least I didn't question the day <laughs> on two separate occasions. One. You did it early on, and then you did it like a month ago. <laughs> two separate times. You're Why like, am I not surprised that this is your first one? I have to have redeem okay. re- re- redemption <laughs> right now. So going into this, some good news for the Dallas Cowboys, I guess. In 1994... In Super Bowl, what is that? Uh, 28. 28. Uh, in the Georgia Dome in Atlanta, Georgia, the Dallas Cowboys beat the Buffalo Bills 30 to 13. Hey, that was the year before we were born. You're right. That was the year before we well, were born. What do uh, Cowboys fans do after their team wins the Super Bowl? They turn off their Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I play. As the Jets. Because <laughs> that's who I'm drafted to. Uh, 1948, Mahatma Gandhi is assassinated uh, by Hindu extremist Nathram Godesi. Godes? Godus? Whatever. I don't know. Uh, 1933, after Paul von Hindenburg appoints Adolf Hitler as Chancellor of Germany, his former World War I colleague, General Ike Ludendorff, sends a letter to him stating that this accursed man will cast our Reich into the abyss and bring our nation into inconceivable misery. Well, he was not wrong. Also, right. as General Eric. Eric? What did I say? Ike. Ike? It's German, man. Same, an but, same but different. There same is an, but different. <laughs> there is an R in that word. <laughs> You're right. There is an R. Silent. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a uh, H. <laughs> yeah, <whatever>. Silent. Yeah. <laughs> 1924. The first Winter Olympic Games are held in Shemek, Switzerland. Shimon? 
Well, now I this mean, is when Cody says, now it says C-H in the word. I know, but the I, I-X. I don't, I don't know this one. I don't the, know the this I-X one. The I-X, I think, is technically silent. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, 1924. So we're coming up on the 100 years here. Uh, 1835, Richard Lawrence misfires at President Andrew Jackson in Washington, D.C. in the first attempted assassination of U.S. president. Fitting. No one really liked him anyway. Yeah, he's just on the... $20 bill. Right. He didn't want to be. Did you know that? Or how, he was dead before he was put on it, but... You <laughs> didn't know, they pass that they were going to replace that? Or am I making that up? Uh, they wanted to have a movement to have Harriet Tubman on right. the $20 bill, but right. he was against a federalized central bank. Right, but then conservatives lost their shit. Yeah, so... Why are we going to change the $20 bill? Yeah. Which, who cares? Famous birthdays for today. We have Christian Bale, the actor. Phil Collins, the singer-songwriter. Is also. he dead? Phil Collins? No. no. God, no. He better make a Tarzan 3 soundtrack. Because <laughs> there's already a uh, Tarzan like, 2. you know, crippled? No. Who the fuck are you <laughs> thinking <laughs> of? What are you talking about? Know. Phil Collins of Genesis he's is drummer, not crippled. Right? Yeah. He, yeah. Well, yeah. I thought he was like He's the guy who feels it coming in the air tonight. Degenerated. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No. I think he's, yeah, still making music. Oh. In some way. Kid Cudi, the rapper. Dick Cheney, the politician. Boo. And then Jalen Rose, the former NBA player. All have birthdays today. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to this week's episode of the Detention Podcast. Please spread the word and encourage others to listen. You can follow us on Twitter at DetentionPod1 or send us an email at DetentionPodcast1 at gmail.com. You can listen to the Detention Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Josh, thank you for being our second official guest uh, on the Detention Podcast. Any last words? No, thanks for having me. I look forward to giving you probably three plays. I'll listen to myself three times to to boost your listeners and always willing to come back. Oh, absolutely. Perfect. And with that, your detention has been served. We will see you again next week.